Hello, and welcome to the How to Do Drugs podcast with me, your host, Aliyah Janine. Uh, today, I have some very special guests on. I'm very excited for these lovely ladies. I have known them for almost 20 years, if I'm not mistaken. Almost 20 years. Almost 20 years. Now, these wonderful ladies, I used to work with at a strip club. <laughs> um, they're a couple of years younger than me. Um, I believe I was like, I was in my mid-20s, like 24, 25, 26. They're like 21, 22, 23, I want to say. Like not, was, we were 18 and 19. Shut up. You were not 18 when not I really met you. We were. Really? Eliza yeah. was old enough to drink. Though. I was. But we weren't. No, I was 19. Yeah. yeah. I was 18 when you Jesus. met me. Jesus. Well, yeah, I mean, guys, maybe 20. Yeah. Yeah, I no, because I remember you guys getting into bars with me. So that was later. That was later. How long did I work at the show palace? Oh my god. Probably longer than you'd like to remember. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's a that's a all fair thing. My state. friends were older, so I feel like all the bars in the area just let us in. You know what I mean? And then when I actually had my twenty first birthday, I was pregnant. Yeah. They were like what you're 21 now <laughs> <laughs> I think that happens for a lot of women in Wisconsin like I had a fake ID since I was like 14 15 and we would go into bars and stuff like that and then when I turned 21 I'm like I'm 21 now and they're like a bitch <laughs> like what the fuck it was crazy all right but yes um so this is and we're going by our stripper names today and I'll explain uh why we're doing that we have um summer and we have Eliza. And then my name when I danced there was um, Monroe, if I remember correctly. Monroe. Yeah. Monroe. <laughs> Always had to be difficult, didn't I? <laughs> Always had to be difficult. Now, uh, one of the reasons why I wanted to bring these wonderful ladies on is because now, like we used to party, we used to have a lot of fun, obviously underage drinking, um, as we just described, in bars, but Wisconsin, it's a, that's normal. Um, is that these wonderful ladies are now married with children. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my husband said that I dressed like Ted Bundy the other day. I was like, hey, I was wearing like upper pants and a multicolored jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have your hair up too? No, like, my hair always pretty much just hangs down. <laughs> yeah, you do have very beautiful hair. Um, obviously, we're going to protect their, um, their identities because they're moms and they have... Um, jobs and we're going to be talking about um drugs and their and their opinions on on um drugs and stuff like that now let me ask you ladies this do you guys still smoke pop yes 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 um do you guys smoke pop more than you drink no no <laughs> Wisconsin, you know? yeah it's just a normal thing um no, i when we were younger, I used to be able to smoke all day. That's yeah. like what I did. Now I have to go through my day. Like I won't smoke before I work. I won't smoke while I'm at work. I don't smoke during my day, especially. I, I try to get everything done in my day of being a mom and working and being mm -hmm. a wife. And then when it comes to the evening, then I will. It's more of just my relaxation time you know yeah it's like that glass of wine when the kids are going to bed and then yeah. you have like a bowl yeah. or whatever yeah no I'm like a one hit quit now like one <laughs> like you know you yeah know? your your tolerance is down or whatever Eliza oh what about you 
Um, I pretty much only smoke when I drink. Okay. Like it's hand in hand. Yeah. Do you still? I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Me yeah. too. Me yeah. too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's a hard one to quit, you know? It really is. Bitch, I had cancer. I'm still like, eh. I mean, it didn't get me at that time. Let's try harder. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, you should quit. I'm like, no, I need to smoke more. No, because obviously because I that's when you die. Is you quit, oh, and then a few yeah. years later, you got lung cancer. Boom, you're dead. Um, dead. I smoke cigarettes. <laughs> For a very long time, other than when I drink, I would have some. But then my daughter hit puberty, and then yeah. I'd like be smoking and crying in the garage. My husband would be like, are you, <laughs> are you crying and smoking? <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah. So now I've stopped smoking cigarettes and I vape. So you yeah. oh, a vapor? Okay. It's still mm-hmm. like the nicotine vape, or is it just like the regular? It's the nicotine vape. For yeah. Sure. You're like, I like that stuff. I get that. Um, so you got, how long have you, okay, Ashley, you've been married a little bit longer, right? I've been married uh, for, it's going to be seven years this year. Nice. Does, um, does your husband smoke at all? No, he never has. No. Does he care no, about it? He has like twice in his life. Yeah. <laughs> with you guys, was that an experience? I can't remember it. Eliza does. It was with me. Isn't that weird? <laughs> was mm-hmm. with me. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we were we were drunk for sure, but he did it. <laughs> I saw him. Remember. <sighs> uh, it was a special I moment. I, I can't <laughs> be with somebody who is even remotely like me because it'd be like a tornado meeting a volcano, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you need someone that's more like chill and like grounded and just like yes, my sanity and my crazy you know like, yeah the yeah. yin to your yang kind of thing <laughs> yeah like eliza yeah <laughs> eliza uh does your husband like smoke at all um he recently quit yeah so he hasn't smoked in, since october but he okay. will eat it sometimes right yeah now. edibles and yeah. stuff like that now mm-hmm. um what do you guys like? Because I know that we used to really like doing shrooms together, uh, especially you and me, um, Summer. We used to do a ridiculous amount of shrooms. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, shrooms, and um, I believe we did some acid once or twice. Yeah. We, we, we did, did have the shroom. Acid, acid definitely more in my teenage high school years. Yeah. Um, I feel like. We did shrooms a lot. I think shrooms would be the only thing that I would necessarily consider because I don't like to be out of control of my, just myself in general. I like to be in control all the time. Yeah. And harder, harder things like that we used to do when we were younger uh, scare me a little bit now that I'm older. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like how much we used to do. We used to like, we used to just like, we do some and then normally that would be a decent amount but we're like we're gonna do more yeah maybe, maybe that's just the wisconsin in us where it's like if we could drink this much we could probably do everything else that much too well i feel like because i was a, when i dj'd people just like gave me tons of stuff like yeah. i remember i remember sitting with the manager like at my house at the end of the day yeah. and was like what'd you get what'd you yeah. get well <laughs> Some of that, and I'll give you some of this. Like, it was just given freely, yeah, so much, yeah. Um, and we're, I'd like because cocaine, we did, um, I wasn't too big into it then because, like, I, I went through my phase of cocaine before I really met you guys. 
Um, and cocaine kind of scared me a little bit then at that point in time. Um, um, I did that less, I yeah. believe, until um, a little bit later when I was 21 and I could actually like drink at the club. Yeah. And I would do it to even me out like before I yeah. left because I'd be so fucked up by the end of the night. <laughs> yeah. It's like but, you need um, that bump to drive home kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly. Yeah. 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 I mean, I used to drink and drive with you bitches constantly. I was like, oh, I, you, oh, oh my God. I don't know I, how you used to drive when we were on shrooms. Oh my God. I, I still do it. I still drive. Shit. I remember you driving and to me, it looked like we were in a Mario game. Like I could not. I had no depth perception and I'm like, how are you doing this, Leah? Like, I <laughs> yeah, no, that, um, that was one of those things that I was like, I was so good at and you're like, and it's not something to brag about at no, all. Like no. how good I was at just driving <laughs> fucked up, but I was really good at driving fucked up. Like I can't, you're like, who's driving? They're like, Aaliyah's driving. She's always drives. She's the driver. I don't remember ever being scared yeah <laughs> in the car with you ever yeah so that's that's no. good would you guys <laughs> sure. have let me drive with your kids in the car if i was fucked up like back then no <laughs> i've never i've never driven my kids. i've never driven with my kids in the car when i'm fucked up i've never my daughter probably saw me drunk for the mm -hmm. first time in the last year twice yeah. And one of them, she was supposed to go to her dad's house and we were at a New Year's Eve party. <laughs> yeah. And then she like tried to talk to me and I'm like, not right now. I don't want you to see me this way. I'm like, get out. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad parenting. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't, I have not, I mean, of course, my daughter's getting to an age that I'm going to have to talk to her about some things, but I don't talk to her about my past a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't want her to think that the things that I've done are cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but you do need to have that talk and you do have experience yeah. in, in doing these things. So yeah. there is, um, cause my mom, like you guys know, my mom and my dad both said like, we know you're going to do drugs. It's we're us. It's, it's, yeah. You're going to end up doing them. And my mom was always like, you could do drugs, just don't let the drugs do you. And that was pretty much our drug talk. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm also like way different. So how do you like have you guys thought about that? Like how you're yeah, gonna talk to your my daughter's entering high school. Oh yeah. And she's very I'm very fortunate in the way, like of course she has like challenges and stuff that we've faced in the last couple of years, but I'm very fortunate in the way that um she's not doing what a lot of other kids her age are doing right now. Like I know a lot of the other kids are smoking weed and are doing those things and she's not yet, but I know it's going to happen when she goes to high school, but I really want to, like, I was actually thinking about what I was driving today before this. Mm -hmm. I really want to have the conversation with her about the difference between smoking actual flour and smoking mm -hmm. vape or dabs and mm -hmm. explaining to her how much stronger they can be. Mm -hmm um the different effects that they can have even yeah. edibles is a different type yeah. of high and stuff like that yeah and explaining to her what can happen when you overindulge like i remember the first time i hit a bong it was a three-foot bong Ooh. oh my god right mm -hmm. all of us Ooh. the <laughs> guy chalked it for me 
Okay. Yeah. I, I freaking took it and legit, I want to say 15 minutes later, I was laying on my friend's tile floor and I fucking puked all over it, like oh. all over it. And then I was like, after that, she took me outside and like went to sit me on like a little stoop mm-hmm. and I ended up like leaning back into a bush and just laying there like <laughs> Yes, sometimes you can get too stuck, especially when you're first starting out. There's been a yeah. couple of times where I just lay down and I was like, I am like, you can't move. Edibles do that to me now, like, because I smoke constantly. But yeah, edibles, if I eat enough edibles, I will get that high where I'm like, well, it's you know, edible as well. And like, you, and I just want to teach her, like, you have to learn just to take things in moderation, you know, yeah. like, especially if you're first starting out doing something like, and you need to make sure that you know who you're around and trust who you're around because mm-hmm. if you get too fucked up, you can be around the wrong people and they can take advantage of you. Like I think about situations that I've been in in my life and thank God, yeah, thank God more horrible things did not happen to me because there were multiple times that I was not in control of myself. Yeah. And oh yeah or, or the situations like that rick and morty <laughs> scene yeah. where they're in the car be like i did not have control of this situation. <laughs> yeah. i don't know how i live now Eliza, um you actually have a boy so that's got to be a little bit different like you have to worry so much more about girls and shit like that what do you um <laughs> well you- <laughs> i i don't know my my son's a little bit different yeah. so he's not into the same things that his peers are into yeah um he's pretty sheltered in a sense okay not from like i don't know we talk about things he Mm -hmm. knows uh, him and my husband watch south park so it's like i have to explain things to him all the time yeah (laughs) um and that's fine but he just you know he's kind of a he doesn't have a lot of friends or social activity outside of school Mm -hmm. so and he is also starting high school, so that's yeah. going to be a whole other set of challenges. But yeah. um, I don't know. I'm not as worried, given like you know my history and like the way that I grew up or the things that I did. He's coming mm-hmm. from a different place, so yeah. I don't, I don't see him being in the types of situations that I was in that led me to experiment with drugs or mm-hmm. do things, mm-hmm. you know, that I did. Yeah. Um, so I'm. Um, I don't know. It's it's a little bit different. I think with yeah. with a boy, or at least with my boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like like yeah. I I get that with um. Oh, my girl is exactly how I was when I was younger in so many oh, ways. Is um uh, is your son like you in in that kind of way? Do you do you think that maybe he would want to try like stuff by himself? Um. I don't think that he would want to try it by himself. He's very like, he, I joke with him, like with coffee, he doesn't, he's like, I'm not a grown up. That's not for me. And I didn't do, I didn't start drinking until I was 20. Yeah. Like, you know, so I think that if he, you know, depending on his circle of friends, you know, maybe he will try (laughs) some things, but I just don't, I don't see that in his future or in his, you know, interest like yeah, personality and stuff you know, like that. yeah. Maybe when he's older, you know, yeah. and that's fine. <laughs> that's but funny. like, you know, and we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But I just don't. 
Oh, no, I don't see it. It's not something which I'm really that. thankful for because yeah. given you know me and given maybe his biological father, like you know, there's a there's a few different paths that he can take, but I just don't. Yeah, you know, oh, he was growing up. Father, a, if my daughter's in the moment, if she is in the moment, she's going to want acceptance, and yeah, that's I mean that that's a big thing for her is being accepted and. Mm-hmm. Well, I for all kids, especially yeah. that age and going into high school and I stuff. I can definitely see her succumbing to peer pressure. Yeah. Um, you know, and she's, when I say she's like me, she's like me in the way that I had to learn all my lessons myself. Kind of I, the hard way almost. Yes. Yeah. And I think that she is going to want to learn everything the hard way. And that scares me. It's, it is a little scary yeah I'm scared for you yeah, yeah I, I learned that way too like you could give advice but um they may or may not take it and then it, honestly it's not until you're older and been like oh yeah they were right about that you know or well they're gonna need that one time that they get so fucked up that they feel like shit for them to be like oh mom was right <laughs> yeah, yeah moderation yeah. is key moderation <laughs> is always it's always key. Now, um, I can talk to her about moderation. I've always been the one to do way less than what you're supposed to because you got to make oh sure it's God. not too much. Like when she was, oh my God. So. You do actually, you were kind of the mom and you're like, are you sure you need more of that? Yeah. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. I remember when we, I had already taken Molly. Yeah. And she had never taken it. And she was in the back seat and it was, it was me and two of our friends. And she was in the back seat, and she decided to Google it. Oh <laughs> no! Of course you did. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, Google says that this is not good for you to take. I'm like, no shit. Put your phone down. Like Jesus. Like. Oh, so needless to say I'm taking like whatever they're giving me I'm probably like cutting that in half maybe a little bit less (laughs) and then you know doing that because I don't know which always led to not having like feeling the best especially with like ecstasy or whatever when it's like cut with a bunch of stuff and then you're not getting you're like only getting a little bit it's cool for like an hour and then you just feel like trash for the next 24 hours yeah because like you actually needed to take the whole thing especially if it Mm -hmm. was like a capsule and like you only got yeah. part of whatever yeah that always yeah <laughs> my experience i only had like I've, I've had i've had it where it didn't work but i think i've only had like one real bad role and i was stuck at a club in the middle of chicago and i hated my life like, <laughs> it was horrible i was yeah so sick. I was how so many sick. um did you guys ever mix your stuff like acid and ecstasy or mushrooms and ecstasy no no. no, no, just alcohol and anything yeah, like you know, yeah. like alcohol. mushrooms and alcohol, weed and alcohol. Yeah, and that's my weekend. So that's my weekend. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> so intense. I didn't need to uh, intensify it. So no, I never had that urge. If anything, yeah. I just wanted to smoke weed to make it not so much, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I never, I never had that with the, um, with the ecstasy or acid, because um, I actually have some candies in my refrigerator right now that are 1,200 milligrams of MDMA, 1,200 milligrams of liquid uh, LSD, and then 1,000 milligrams of uh, THC. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's like, it's like the ultimate candy flipping. Yeah. Well, this past summer I did a, um, I did a ridiculous amount of drugs because it was quarantine. I'm in New York city. You know, we have 
we had the the quarantine and then we had riots and I'm like I'm just gonna do drugs I mean I thought I was gonna you know have to like beat up people or something I really thought it was gonna be the end of the world because I'm on a fucking island and I'm like I wanted to live around water I'm on a fucking island you're like I need to feel no pain I'm like yeah so I just I did a lot of acid and stuff again I was really like I was in my 20s but this time I had like a lot more money and I had my own place and like really no responsibility. And it was like, it was actually really, really fun until I got cancer. I'm like, okay, that's gay. Uh, just ruined my toxic girl summer. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I called it, I'm like, I missed my toxic girl summer. I was sleeping with people's boyfriends. Yeah, I'm no. I'm glad you're okay, by the way. I'm glad you're okay. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah, ladies, I don't get pregnant now, which is like the thing I've always wanted. So it really, <laughs> I don't know, man. There you go. It worked out. It worked out for the best. Like you have to be careful what you ask for. Like I wanted to, I've always wanted to live on an island, but like by myself instead I live with fucking 8 million people. I've never wanted children. I hated my period. They gave me just enough cancer to get rid of it. They're like, all right, but you know, you got to be careful what you ask for. <laughs> I don't want any more kids either. I just yeah. think my husband would consider a bisectomy over Ooh. me having to have birth control inside my body for like dude it's just a little snip snip you do it it's like it's man pride dude i know i know a couple of men who have got it done like they're all they're seriously only sore for like a day or two and it's know, just, his best friend got it done and yeah he, he refuses and i think it's just like he's holding out hoping i get put, knocked up when i'm 42 or something like like <laughs> you're totally not an asshole <laughs> how about this like if i ever find someone that i want to reproduce with i'll take one of my eggs and you could just grow the baby for me what do you mm, i don't like being pregnant in- <laughs> some yeah, people some women like a big being, part of it yeah oh I'm not, yeah i'm not nice i'm not nice when i'm pregnant i'm not nice when i give birth oh my gosh that's a fun question um what about when you guys were pregnant did you guys drink or smoke at all like later in term or anything like that no. how was it no not at all no because I had um I had a miscarriage before each baby oh so I mean I was always like super careful and yeah Eliza what about you did you smoke at all I did in the yeah. beginning because I was so sick, like with morning sickness and yeah. I couldn't eat. I was eating like popsicles for like yeah. weeks. So I would take like the tiniest of little hits. Yeah. Um, to help maybe like, nausea. yeah, to be able to eat food to feed my baby. <laughs> I still to this day remember one of your favorite things to eat when you were pregnant was uh, ice cream uh, candy bars. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> she's like yeah yeah and like those old-timey like there's those plastic bags of juice that you freeze those skinny ones like I ate oh, that the, yeah, the, all the time and also great. bologna sandwiches which I'm kind of on a kick right now with but I'm not pregnant I swear <laughs> I, every once in a while <sighs> we'll go to the store and buy like wonder white bread some fucking uh, Oscar Mayer bologna and like American craft singles and make just a plain bologna sandwich and they're like why are they still so fucking good I'm too old to be but they're still so I don't good know everywhere. it's like nostalgia it just feels it really I don't know it just comes <laughs> you salami is really good too that's a good lunch meat too um 
So in the strip club, we um, there was one specific weekend, and it was my favorite. It was one of my favorite weekends. Do you guys remember the shrooming Thanksgiving Day weekend that we had? Where were no, we? I don't, because I don't think I was invited or I wasn't cool Where with, were we? with you guys yet. No, we were, no, we literally took mushrooms and worked um, that weekend, like Thanksgiving weekend. Oh, was I DJing or dancing? I think, no, we were all dancing. Oh, we I, were, I do remember. I do with, remember. With Mona, with Mona. Yeah, I, you were there, Eliza. I don't think you shroomed with us. David. So. No, I probably didn't because I was naive and I was just like, <laughs> oh, my friends are like really happy and this is a really good time. I love you guys. Because that was when I walked up to our manager and shoved a bunch into his mouth. And he, yes. he was in his 30s and he had never shroomed in his life. And David like, never shroomed? He's like, what? It, him and I were like super close at the time. Yeah, I know. He was I'm like, great. chew and swallow. And then he's like, are these shrooms? And I'm like, yes, absolutely. Like, so he, he ate them. And he was supposed to manage and he was so messed up. Like he was just sitting in a chair all night. I remember being on stage and looking down at customers and they legit looked like insane clown posse to me because all the shadows hitting their faces. Yeah. And I was like freaking out. I was like, I cannot go on stage again. And then of course, you know, our manager was so messed up. He's like, okay, it's fine. That's Yeah, it was kind of a free for all that night. I remember like I had no problem dancing on stage, but like anytime someone wanted a lap dance, I would run away from them. <laughs> 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 and like go sit at the loser table I'm like this is my safe area oh my <laughs> it was crazy and then after that that was the night that was like Mario Kart because you drove me and him to my house mm -hmm. and you were like <laughs> you're like I'm so nervous about leaving David at your house and I was, oh yeah because he was so handsome. oh my gosh and I was like listen he comes over all the time it's totally fine and you're like yeah but you're so messed up I don't want anything and then all of a sudden we turn around and David was sitting on my bed with my blanket wrapped around his head like a little yeah. child and he's like I was like we feel like we're five and he's like I'm sick <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like you're like, all right, you're okay. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I was very, I was safe even back then. I knew I was like, nobody's raping anybody on my watch. <laughs> Not on my watch. <laughs> I was so psycho back then. Oh my God. Yeah. Cause we, um, we had given it to a couple of different girls. I remember. And then my buddy, Nick, um, Technically, my ex-boyfriend from high school, who um, I was living with, he was my roommate yeah, yeah. at the time. Yeah, he came in. I think he came in with like one or two people. And then like we hung out. I remember by the lap dance area, like one of those tables, like kind of by the DJ booth. I think yeah. like we sat there. Like the corner one that you see in the corner. Yeah. And we just watched all the lights and stuff. <laughs> Oh, this room at Thanksgiving weekend. Um, what do you guys think about telling your kids about like your previous job? Like, how do you guys feel about that? Um, I probably will not tell my older daughter until she is an adult. Yeah. Yeah. She has no idea. And I plan to keep it that way. Yeah. Because I spent a lot of years. Um, a lot of girls that I know are proud of their past or like mm -hmm. you know they feel so hot because of it mm -hmm. I spent a lot of years very ashamed of myself for it oh really like a lot oh yeah 
like it took me a really, really, really long time to get over that. And I realize now a lot of the stuff that I did when I was younger, it was because I didn't necessarily care about myself. Okay. And then when I really started to wholeheartedly care about myself, I was like, why, why am I this person? Why am I doing this? Why am I, why am I doing these things to myself? Or I would tell my husband, like my husband, like poisoned my body. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of that stuff is like, it's mixed with a lot of random shit and yeah. Yeah. But just the shame, I don't know the shame. And it's, and it's probably because of like all the, crazy not so great situations that I ended up in mm-hmm. not necessarily at the club but um just like parties that you ended up going to or people that you well yeah and situations with. that you wouldn't normally be in if had you have not been in the club in the first place you yeah know I, mean? I like that and, and in the club and stuff do you think, yeah um, not do you think a lot right of decisions. girls that are strippers uh, feel the same way or, or like in sex work in general? Do you feel like, especially because well, well, you guys were really young when you, when you started like 18, 19, that's like your I brains are fully like, developed and stuff. Compared mm-hmm. to other people that we still keep in touch with, Eliza and I are the minority to feel that way, to be honest. Yeah. Eliza, do you feel similar? Like, uh, like were you ever ashamed of dancing? Well, I mean, you were always kind of like really quiet. Like you never felt like you wanted to be there to begin with. <laughs> like you like dancing, but yeah, I, you're I love like dancing. Yeah. I love it so much. Um, yeah. I don't know. I and mean, there's certain things that I've done because of, you know, the situation that I was in or like mm-hmm. the, you know, just being there in general or just, you know, being fucked up all the time, like drunk every day. Like it's my job because it's my job, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But not necessarily ashamed of like having that job, mm-hmm. but some decisions that I made, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, if I actually cared about myself, not that, not to say that like sex workers don't care about themselves because mm-hmm. they do, mm-hmm. but in the decision making department, yeah, um, yeah, I feel a little bit of shame. But in to answer your question, I don't think that there'll be ever a time that like. I would need to tell my son yeah. about my job. I mean, it might, it, it could come up somehow, like, you know, how'd you meet my dad or whatever, but <laughs> like, you know, like maybe, but I just don't, I don't think that, you know, and I, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't. I would know, probably share with say my- that. I might say that I work there because I've held a couple different jobs in those yeah. places, like oh, door yeah, girl, bartender, bartender, yeah. and cocktail waitress. Like I can yeah. say that, yeah, for sure. Yeah, just, just I kind of bend the truth opening into that conversation, like to eventually get there with my daughter. But I just, I don't know, especially like, especially in raising females. Like, yeah, so yeah. I, if I, I had a daughter, that would be. So sorry about that, by the way. (laughs) That we know in the industry Mm -hmm. that literally we're doing it and their daughters now do it. Like, because they were like, well, what, you know, they had to have said something to them or their kids knew when they were teenagers what Mm -hmm. their moms were doing. Like, I never, if my daughter chooses that path, okay? Yeah. She's joked before. She's been like, how to grow up and be a stripper? And I'm like, oh. (laughs) Like, man, that's a conversation we got to have in the future, you know? Like, yeah. But, um, cause, oh, she just tries to say things to get a rise out of me. Of course, yeah. Like, she'll sing verses to WAP, and I'm like, 
uh, shut your mouth. Like, I don't want to hear that come out of your 14-year-old mouth again. Okay. We used to dance to peaches all the time. Oh, my gosh, right? Oh, they just played that song in a movie I was watching or a TV show. <laughs> the education okay. of peaches. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the peaches. It was I just, a like... I don't know. I just, I just want my daughter to grow up with appropriateness and I'm really fortunate in the way that like, she's had her little times, you know, like any girl, like, mm -hmm. but for the most part, she doesn't super show her body off or attempt to show her body off in her dress and stuff like that because she's mm -hmm. very well endowed. Yeah. <laughs> like you, <laughs> my gosh. So it's like, We've burned through three bra sizes in the last year. It's oh like my God. Yeah, I remember that age. And then like it will stop for a while. And then because their boobs can grow up to you're 25 years old. So that's when mine like got extra. Like, yeah, I was a late bloomer too. Yeah. It's <laughs> very hard, you know, because she's 14 and she looks like she's 17 years old. And yeah. That's just like crazy to me. But anyways, we will have the conversation probably later in life. My daughter honestly thinks that I am like a goody two shoes. Like a prune. She thinks she's a dick. <laughs> yeah. She's she does. like a prude. Yeah. Woman. Uh, and like not cool at all. But I'm like, cool she's the coolest. Like, I don't she has like no idea how cool I used to be and how cool yeah. I am. Today. Do you think that maybe you like try to overcompensate too by being like extra good because of um your past at all? You know, to like yeah, show a better probably, example. Probably yeah. to make up for like because I like I said I held shame, so I didn't feel like I was a very good person. Mm -hmm. So I think now I just work on being a good person, but yeah. It, sucks in the way that I have become good old reliable Ashley you know <laughs> man it's like I want to turn my phone off like I love all my friends but yeah I have too many you know I, I know everyone you'll be on Facebook you won't be on Facebook you'll be on Facebook you yeah, won't I be on, on Facebook. purpose and people are like what's wrong nothing's wrong I don't want you to ask me what the fuck is wrong that's wrong <laughs> That's right. You did just say your name, but we won't use your last name. It's fine. I know. I'm so used to calling you Ashley. Now I'm like, I have to remember Summer. Call her Summer. Oh, I was like, oh. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, we, we, we won't use your last name or whatever. No one's going to find you guys. Although, who knows? I, I have some weird fans. So I have a stalker from Spain. I'm really excited about that. <laughs> no, you'll be fine. This is actually going to be on the, on my Patreon where people actually have to pay to listen to this one. And that's the only way they'll be able to hear it. So it's not like there'll be like little clips or whatever um, on the like on the main like public one. But yeah, this is going to be a Patreon. Um, well, see, my, my thought process on this whole thing when you asked me was pretty much like um, that was my past and it's yeah. not who I am today. So yeah. Like, you know, I don't. Yeah. I don't feel like, like I'm a stand-up citizen nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> I pay my taxes. Yeah, I'm not worried. <laughs> Do you go to church at all now, you guys? Are you like into like religion and stuff now? I was very, I was a regular church goer. And then uh, I started uh, bartending on Sundays, so I couldn't. But uh, <laughs> The yeah. other Wisconsin religious? Well, and it's very, like, I was part of a Unity Spiritual Center, which is, like, an all-accepting church, mm -hmm. um, and 
but they didn't talk about scripture enough. I wanted the whole package. So then I yeah. went to a different church and then I just realized uh we had a big conversation about uh accepting members of the, you know, just gay community in general and they were mm -hmm. totally against it and I told my husband I said well if I can't go to church anymore and he's like why I'm like because I cannot be around people that are like that because to me as a Christian I also appreciate everybody else's beliefs mm -hmm. as a Christian I believe that you're supposed to be all loving and God is the only one that can judge you so how dare you judge somebody Mm -hmm. who's a good person like that's not your one point. of god's creations technically yeah, right to be all loving and all accepting so mm -hmm. you know and there's actually like, nothing in the bible about being anti-gay or abortion and all that other fun stuff it's just how people interpret it you know people want to interpret things their own way like um strippers and and, and drug use and stuff like that a lot of people and, and unfortunately it does happen where they're a lot of uh, women who have done it, especially when they start out really young, you know, they, they are ashamed and, and they feel shame for doing that because they weren't, you know, their brains were developed yet, or they didn't grow up into situations to educate them in, you know, in that well, type I was of thing. On my own since I was 16 years old. Yeah. When I was yeah. 17. I had three jobs. So when I turned 18, it was pretty much like, I'm pretty. Yeah. And why not? You know, yeah. I was working 65 hours a week before, I went into that industry. Yeah. And that, like it is very lucrative and you can make your own schedules and stuff like that. I can see, you know, even even in porn, um, a lot of a lot of young girls get get into that industry with the same thing. You know, they they make a couple of scenes and they're like, oh, this is not what I want to do. You know, be, like different people have different experiences with it. Like like me, like I was totally fine. Like I could be naked all the time. I don't give a fuck. You know, but some people are like, oh, no, that's not really who I am. Like sometimes dancing is like a means to an end where you're like, oh, I could work three jobs and work 65 hours a week or I could work this one job and work, you know, yeah. maybe 20 hours a week and make twice as much money. I mean, towards the end, I only had to work, I think, like one day a week to pay all my bills. Like mm -hmm. I wasn't with excess. It wasn't sometimes even less than that, you know, like, mm -hmm. so I could be home and that was a big thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I do have to go. I love yeah. you guys so much. Oh, love you. Thank you so yeah. much for coming on. I'll send you the links and stuff um, to when, uh, to when it comes out, the, it will be released uh, March 1st. So your episode will, will come a little bit down, but I'll send you guys up. And if you guys want a copy of this video, I could, I could send you the video and stuff. I absolutely felt like it could have been so much longer. There was so much more we didn't talk about. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I mean, I can have you back on another time when you have a little bit more time. I know you gotta go oh, pick, yeah. up, pick up the kids from school. Yeah. Think of like some crazy story. Just let's try to not talk about me. Um, <laughs> cause this is like, cause I'm like, I want to listen to other people's stories. You know, I'm trying not to, I like, I'm doing a, a thing and now people can see um they already heard about this in the first episode but i'll be doing like my own drug story separately you yeah. know because, because this is more about like listening to other people's things and like not like critiquing or like chiming in as much but we're buddies and we haven't talked in fucking forever <laughs> and i'm an over talker and you are also kind of an over talker and eliza is so quiet that it's really hard <laughs> it's just like sitting at the loser table again it's great <laughs> Elijah's I'm just glad like, for the invite. Yeah, she's just saying there's no good cigarettes. She's like, I'm still here. Hey. Hey. Okay. <laughs> it was like so, 
I, I was like, oh. I'm probably super excited to be on the podcast, and I was like super nervous. Yeah. I don't know oh, you did great. You're like, I don't know what to say. You talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew that I was, was going to happen. So than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. these are good questions and people, you know, maybe mothers to be and stuff like that. They want to hear about this stuff or, you know, other opinions and and whatnot. It's good. um, It's good to have different voices on stuff for sure. Yeah. But I will definitely have you guys on again. Um, Absolutely. We could do a part two (laughs) and indulge in it a little bit more. All right, girl, I will. uh, You guys end your video or do you want me to end it for you? Oh, I'll end it. Bye, you okay. guys. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> um, so, Eliza, we were actually supposed to have another one of our girlfriends on, um, Shy. Uh, that was her stripper name. <laughs> um, <laughs> but she said that she had clients today. Um, she's a hairdresser. She owns like 900 salons now. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's, she doing, she's doing good. Yeah, she's doing really well. Um, so, back to you and um, your hubby. So, your husband smokes. What about other things? Like, has he ever done mushrooms or? Um... Yeah, he has. I mean, he has his own. I don't really want to, you know, speak for him, but yeah. he, yeah, he's not, you know, a stranger to drugs or drug use, um, yeah. but he doesn't do anything, you know, anymore. Like I said, he just quit smoking weed like in October. Mm-hmm. He'll eat it sometimes, you know, but shrooms he loved yeah shoes are great yeah well mm-hmm. um if I may that's ask- one thing we like every now and then he's like you know we should just go get some mushrooms I'm like yeah should we okay no thank you <laughs> well, I mean, I'm they're, good they're great for like micro dosing I've done a lot See, I was gonna that. say that he he would probably be because he's you know mm-hmm. high anxiety whatever yeah. But he he would probably be a good candidate for microdosing mushrooms Micro, if it my, was legal yeah. in the state of Wisconsin. If it was legal pretty much anywhere. <laughs> well, no, now um, I think Oregon. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's legal. Yeah, yeah Oregon. Microdosing. Colorado? No. No. Um, oh. No, I think it's. I think it's just. Just Oregon. Oregon? Right now, um, I could be wrong. I'll have to look that up. Um, yeah, uh, microdosing is great for like it can help with depression, but it's also like one of my girlfriends. She, she, she can't drink. She's she's an alcoholic. Um, she she doesn't really go to meetings, you know that kind of thing. She just knows that she shouldn't drink. So what she does yeah. instead of drinking is that she'll just take a couple mushrooms. And I like I I microdosed with her before, and it does just kind of make it feel like you just had a couple of drinks sometimes uh depending yeah. you know on the type or whatever and I was like oh I completely I get that but at the same time I'm like well if you have a problem with alcohol maybe you shouldn't be doing other things well I mean yeah I suppose I know that you know, I know some people um who you know used to do heroin right yeah. and now they don't but they mm-hmm. smoke hella weed yeah and I I don't know if they're you know replacing one thing with another but I feel like with weed, it's probably better than, than doing heroin, yeah, you know, definitely better than, doing you know, but there are some people can't do anything without, you know, going to the max and yeah. that's, you know, yeah. my a thing uh, too. Yeah. My girlfriend, Rebecca, who's been on the show, she's one of those people where she even tried to just maybe just smoke pot. And she's like, I can't, because then she'll, she'll do that in like access. Now she has like the CBD stuff. So like, it's still like the, um, like the routine, 
like, you know, where it's like, oh, I get to grind up the weed, you know, the mm-hmm. CBD stuff. Yeah. And so it's like, like that whole process is like me and cocaine, like chopping up the cocaine. Sometimes it's more of like, just doing this. It's like smoking. It's the habit. It's, it's, like, just, like, it's the like, ritual. It is. Yeah. It's the ritual. It's mm-hmm. like, same. that's why, that's one of the reasons it's so hard to quit smoking. Like I just had to smoke a cigarette now. If I'm talking for too long or like if yeah. I'm on the phone, I'm like, all right, 30 minutes in, I smoke a cigarette. I eat. I'm like, okay. Like I have you know, there's a certain spot on my way to work where I'm like, it's time to smoke. Oh, like it's a cigarette. Yeah. And like, you really do have to make a conscious effort to, to not do that. Cause I've tried quitting. Like I have quit like maybe three or four times and I quit for almost a year, but it always seems to be around like the eighth or ninth month mark where I'm like completely cigarette free and I get hammered and I'm like, I can have just one. Mm-hmm. Well, that's and, what does it too. The drinking, yeah. like I quit for a little bit, a couple years ago for like three months, but yeah. like if you're drinking, man, cigarettes, it's going to in the end. You have they, to, I mean, it's just, it's really hard. It's really, I have to quit everything and I'm just not, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Like it's, um, yeah. It's hard. And especially now, you know, with the cancer thing, I'm like, I am, I should definitely, definitely quit fucking smoking. Yeah, but for I'm, sure. <laughs> but I'm also me. I'm like my grandfather, he had lung cancer. And this is a man who smoked um, Marbreds and like Lucky Strikes. And this is back in like the fucking forties and shit, like three packs a day. I remember like I was really little and I was, you know, spent the summer up there and woke up in the middle of the night, had a bad dream and I couldn't sleep. And I just sat on the couch and they kind of, had their bedroom with like the door open. And I just saw him, he just lit a cigarette and took a couple of drinks and put it out and went back to sleep. And I'm like, yeah. I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, grandpa just never not had a cigarette in his hand. And he was one of those dudes that lit a cigarette with another cigarette kind of thing. But yeah, after like stage, he had two strokes because of the smoking and he was still smoking cigarettes. He's like, I'm just going to smoke lights now. And my mom's like, no. <laughs> no, you need to quit smoking completely or you will die. And then, well, and then he got cancer and he was still, he's like, what's the fucking point? I'm already dead. And I'm like, and we're like, yeah, because everyone wanted to quit. I'm like, he's already got it. I'm like, he's going like, <laughs> to let him fucking smoke at this point. Yeah. What's quitting going to do at this point? Like, like literally nothing. And which is crazy because my grandmother on my father's side, the doctors actually told her like with what she had going on with her heart and stuff, and her body, they're like, actually, like, if you quit smoking, like, it would actually cause her more problems. And like that she would have died sooner if she would have um, tried to quit smoking. Like, this is a woman who got her lungs scraped the two times she had, like, Ooh. they had to crack her open. And I'm like, oh, that's an option. You could just go in there and like scrape them. Yeah. Oh, how I'm do we like, get that? I'm like, how does that happen? Is it like lipo? <laughs> we just suck out the tar? We start over. That sounds fine. And I'm like, oh, that's like a smoker's dream come true. I'm like, we could just scrape the shit out. <laughs> Done. <laughs> yeah, cigarettes is um, it's another big drug. There, people don't really think of it as one because it's so, mm-hmm. for the most part, socially acceptable now. Not so much. Yeah, anymore. not so much anymore. Yeah, you can't um, you can't smoke in bars, right, in Wisconsin anymore. No, it's been like uh, it'll be ten years. Yeah, in July. I was I really think. shocked. I say July. Yeah. I was really shocked when Wisconsin did that. I'm like, have they, have they ever been to Wisconsin? <laughs> like, I know. I, I was bartending at the time. I'm like, what is going to happen to me at my job? And like, yeah, no one's like, going to go. It yeah. didn't stop anybody. And there's loopholes. So there's bars that are like, that have rooms, but there's enough windows yeah. to like technically be outside. Yeah. Like, like that, that you yeah. can still smoke in. So 
Yeah, I like I like the Florida law. The Florida law is my favorite where it's like you can't smoke in restaurants, but you can smoke in bars and like like the bar could only sell like so much food. You know what I mean? Like it has to be like 10 percent of of whatever. And then you could actually smoke in there. But yeah, like regular bars you could smoke in. you just can't smoke in restaurants. And I'm like, that's fine. I don't like to smoke when I mean, like I like to go out and eat, but I never like smoking in like it was that thing like my grandmother used to smoke and and eat at the same time and i was like how can you do it was so weird to yeah me. that's yeah yeah i'm so good with not smoking in restaurants yeah that's <laughs> fine but in a bar i'm like that go fuck off yeah. <laughs> it's so bad i like it it's like at some of the bars around here in the city like and bars here like normally they close at like fucking 4 a.m so when the bar closes like we're totally smoking in the bar yeah. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> nice. okay all right it was so good to have you on um thank you for was, having me yes it's good <laughs> to see you too i haven't seen i mean um summer aka ashley like she's actually came out to the city to visit me so you have to come out i here. know and i wanted to go badly yeah. but my son wants to go to new york and i yeah. can't just i can't you know yeah i couldn't justify going without him and like partying and yeah. then being like, hey, I wanted to set your liberty for you. Like, no, I had yeah. to take him first. But yeah, yeah she and had I a good time. You, I drove her yeah. to the airport that day. She was so nervous. Oh, yeah. No, she was fine. We had um, we had a really good time. Well, I told you, too, that if you guys do want to come to New York, you're more than welcome, you know, to stay in my tiny ass apartment. But um, it's free. So <laughs> <laughs> although I don't live by the Statue of Liberty anymore, I used to see it outside of my bedroom window for two mm -hmm. years so that's kind of a bummer but I know where it is so oh, we'll God. do that <laughs> all right um well you can find this wonderful show how to do drugs on um iTunes Spotify all of the fun places to find podcasts you can find us on social media social media at uh how to do drugs on Twitter and how to do drugs pod on Instagram also uh, it's on the, my website, aliajamine.com. All right. Thank you guys. Bye.